All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Honestly, I think I might be his best tune. Welcome back. Jason Greger Show. It's game day. Order's taking on Vegas. Who's ready for the game tonight? A little bit of extra motivation, I would think, for Edmonton. God, I'd love to be old school and think all of a sudden the Order's are going to get retribution for Petrangelo on dry silent. Haig says he wants Nurse to go when they're straight up, and he didn't jump him. That was according to uh, Haig that he got jumped. So, hey, you know what? I'd love to see it. Probably not expecting it, unfortunately. I want to temper my expectations, but man, that would be awesome. Take a rivalry from the playoffs and then just continue to water it in the regular season. It would be awesome. Fans love it. There's more intensity in the building. It's great. Gets both benches involved. It'd be awesome. And I'm not talking a little hug fest like Florida and Ottawa. Okay, that doesn't count. That's nothing. That doesn't do anything for me. But uh, I'm just talking some uh, good old-fashioned anger. Nice. Not sure it's going to happen. The Oilers need a win. But it would be great. It's the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. How you doing? Make your way. Uh, maybe you're going to the game tonight. Although, congratulations to all those who are going to the uh, Top 40 Under 40 uh, event tonight. Uh, big uh, annual uh, celebration of some of the uh, the best people in the city doing lots of great stuff. So uh, kudos to all of you who are uh, winners. Tonight, or nominees, I should say. Winners tonight. Let's get to the uh, spec report. Brought to you by G. S. Construction. Well, if there was a best 50 under 50, this would be their last year to qualify because it'll be 50 years next year. And uh, they would win fantastic company built from scratch right here in town that just continues to grow and uh, service in the areas where you don't see. But uh, the underground construction, which is ultra important to keep in the city going, that is G. S. Construction as uh, Monsieur Spector, Mark Spector. Joins us, uh, Spec. The uh, the Edmonton orders uh, definitely uh, a little bit higher 
of a measuring stick tonight. And even though Vegas comes in, they're struggling three, five, and two in their last ten. They are the defending champs, and you know what? They met each other last year. And, they're, and thankfully, the players, CC McLeod, they all admitted there's a little bit. You know, this game's you're a little bit more excited for it. Now, for sure. Now, wait a second. You're going to that forty under forty thing tonight, right? I'll be there for a short time, but then I'm coming to the game, yes. Yeah, so people should know Jay's in this thing. And I want to say, Jason, that's a big honor, 40 under 40. That's a list of people who've done fantastic things in our community and people who make this place a better place to live. And you're one of them, man. I want to say congratulations. Well, thanks. Uh, just, just, to know you, brother. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, buddy. They're, yeah, they're giving it's, um, I, I'm not one of the 40 under 40 because I'm not under 40 anymore, but I am a previous winner uh, many years ago, which sadly shows my age. But, um, yeah, they got some, uh, special little thing they're doing tonight. So yeah, I'll yeah, stop in there for a bit and then I'm Whatever going. it is, you deserve it, buddy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as for who deserves what in this hockey game tonight, uh, that's a good question. You know, there's two sides to this thing. The first thing is, whenever you anticipate a game with a bunch of scraps, you never get it. Exactly. So <laughs> that sucks, but that's just history. But the other thing is, you know, when you play a tough playoff series, there's quite often, if any score is getting settled, it gets settled in the first meeting next year because that's the least important game uh, that these two teams are going to play. So uh, I got 50-50 on you know, whether a guy like Haig uh, gets after it, whether – Anyone takes an extra run at Petrangelo, yeah. uh, you know, what's going to happen? Let's hope for it, man. This league needs more fireworks, not less, I say. I'm with you. I'm, you know, Nurse, uh, I did ask him if his nose was broken, and he said no uh, after the uh, the puck. And, uh, you know, when we were asking about the uh, visor, and I actually said, man, I kind of respect because everyone's like, oh, I got to wear a visor. And he, and he looked and he goes, I didn't want to give the puck the satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny line. Um, oh, man. Uh, you know what? Such a hockey player's <laughs> viewpoint. <laughs> it's hilarious. I didn't want to give the puck the satisfaction. Um, you know, Nurse was a force last game, and they need him to be like that more. Like the order's best players. It's no surprise. When your best players are your best players, your odds of winning uh, improve. Now, obviously, you need more than just your best players in the playoffs for sure. But you know, as you in the regular season, your big guns are going, your, your chances of winning improve, and we've seen that lately uh, from Edmonton, and it's not just Nurse and McDavid and Drysaddle. Kane's obviously been very good. Uh, Zach Hyman, arguably, has maybe been their most consistent player from start to finish uh, this season. Um, you know, we, we, they did ask Knobloch about Ryan McLeod today, and, and obviously he's struggling. And I talked to Ryan in the room, and and trust me, uh, uh, McLeod is more annoyed than anyone else out there. Uh, Order fans were annoyed he's not scoring. Trust me, McLeod is. And you know, I, we were talking about like his best chances. He's missing the net. And he's missing the net high, and he's like, you know what? A few of them he goes. I'm not even trying to shoot high. He goes, that's the problem. So he actually tried spec. He told me he tried Nugent Hopkins stick in practice because he was like, I got to try something different. So he used Nugent Hopkins stick in practice, using the warm up last game. And it was like, you know what? Feels good. And then he goes, he got into the game the first few shifts. He's like, it was terrible. I couldn't handle the puck and he went back to it. But, you know, he is looking at different things. And, um, you know, it's kind of the old adage. He goes, I know that they say just, you know, maybe when you're trying to score, you think you got to hit the, the corner or whatever. But he goes, I just got to start putting it on net. Uh, some squeeze through or more importantly, maybe we get a rebound. But, you know, that line, if you look at all their underlying numbers, you'd like everything just the finish, which ultimately is more important than the underlying numbers. Yeah, they, they, they've, you know, they're hoping and they've bestowed an important spot on Ryan McLeod. Like third line center, you know, I, I've covered lots of Stanley Cups, yeah. man. And no one wins a Stanley Cup without a really important, good, contributing, 
third line center. I don't know if Ryan McLeod will be the guy for that job. Let's see. He's way better on faceoffs than most young players are. I'll give him that. Yeah. Because your three your three C's got to be a good draw, man. Like all the best three C's in the history of the game were guys like Craig McTavish and Geek Carbono and you know, um, Jordan oh Stahl in Pittsburgh when they were winning, right? He's sure, a second Jordan line nine. Stahl, like big and strong and good. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of those guys. So, you know, every good team has them. And they Edmonton wants Ryan McLeod to be theirs. And, you know, we're only 20 games in. He hasn't been that guy yet this year. But, uh, I'm, you know, I think everyone's willing to wait not too long here. But it's not like he's not trying. It's not like he, there's no talent. It's not like. You know, you'd like him to take the puck to the net a little more. We've all seen this. Uh, I sense it's ready to get going here for that kid. The uh, the Vegas Golden Knights spec, I just by fluke ran into Bruce Cassidy when I was leaving the arena today. We had a good chat about his time where he had the cup uh, this summer. And then I just well, asked b- before he left about how, like, how do you get guys to buy in consistently? And, you know, it's funny because, uh, you know, he admitted he goes, well, it's not easy. You know, it, it took a while for him and the team to kind of get on the same page, he admitted. But, you know, he's kind of a, he's more of a demanding style coach. And, and they eventually they, you have to he says you have to get your players to trust you. And then he goes, that might sound easy, but they have to trust you that your plan is actually going to help them. And he said it takes quite a while to get guys to truly trust you where they're going to do everything you want. It was an interesting conversation. So maybe you shouldn't change. I mean, that's one of the – some of the collateral damage in changing coaches all the time. Yes. Right? 100%. Is, right? A coach spends all this time building up trust and learning about which player needs a push and when and which player needs a kick and when – and then you blow him out, and the next guy comes in, and he's starting all over again. Yeah. So, yes, uh, that's an issue for sure in Edmonton because guys just f- get their feet in the ground, and they've been out the door. So, hey, listen, Butch, is a, he did it in Boston. He was a good coach there, and he's a good coach here. This He's, he's become, in his second go-around here, like guys are always better with their next NHL team. And after leaving Boston – Boy, he walked into Vegas. It didn't take him very long to win a Stanley Cup, did it? <laughs> uh, no, uh, not at all. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, rather uh, safe to say he's been uh, he's been fairly successful, uh, no doubt. As uh, Mark Spector joins us on Sports fourteen forty, uh, Speck, what do you make of the uh, Chicago situation and uh, Corey Perry, their announcement today, and and everything like that? Well, you know, if I was writing this thing, and I'm not, my lead would be something like. You know, Corey Perry is a player who was always detested by every other organization in hockey, except for the one he played for, right? Mm-hmm. And finally, at the end of an 18-year career, he's found a way to be disliked just as much by his own organization as all the other ones. And its I don't think that's funny. I think it's kind of sad. Uh, I've always admired Corey Perry as a player. You know, I, I know other fans hated his guts. I get it. Mm-hmm. But he was a good good player for a long, long time, and he plied that trade of his better than anybody in hockey, man. And what's going on in Chicago? I'm not even going to try to guess. He's he's obviously something has happened there that was so untowards that the league feels not only, or so the Blackhawks feel not only that they don't want the player, Corey Perry, around their team anymore, but they've got legal grounds not to pay him you know, roughly three million of the four million they owe him. So, if the lawyers are okay on that, whatever he did certainly broke the standards of the standard player uh, contract that everybody signs. And 
that is no small thing, right? That is no, whatever it is, it is no small thing. Yeah, it's, uh, um, it is kind of sad, eh? Well, it, it's one where, you know, you don't want to speculate as to, to what, uh, you know, how it went down or what happened. Um, I do think it's an organization spec that because of what happened now, not, and I think it's very important to say that the current management team was not the management team back, uh, um, in 2010, 2011, right? It wasn't the same. So Davidson, and they, yeah, but, but ownership, ownership is the same. And so I think that their mandate is to be like, we have to be a lot more assertive when anything comes about that we feel isn't, uh, isn't morally acceptable. Fair. Right? Sure. So listen, it's it's all like, you know, part of me says, I mean, I'm a I'm a nosy journalist just like the rest of us. Doesn't everybody want to know what happened there? Yeah, everybody wants to know what happened there. But you know, it'll come out eventually. And in the meantime, uh again, I, I'm gonna look at all the other factors. If the if this thing passed the lawyers and this thing passed the PA, at this point it has anyway, uh, and this thing passed Gary Bettman's office. Uh, you know, if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, right? It's a very serious incident, whatever it is. And it's those contracts are lead safe, man. A guy can not score any goals, be a horrible person, and the worst teammate ever, and you still got to pay him. So if they don't think they have to pay him the last three mil here, oh boy, I don't even, I don't know what you could do to make that happen. Well, and then the other thing is, is there the fact that Corey Perry? opts not to fight it because he doesn't want anything else to become public, right? Because remember, Speck, he already had a $2 million signing bonus. So he was only owed $2 million in cash okay. in the salary. So about, if you look right. at a quarter of that was five hundred. So he's owed about $1.5 million. He's basically gotten two point five of the $4 million. So maybe he says it's not worth it for me to fight for yep. the $1.5 million. I don't want anything else to be public. Oh, that's totally fair. That's exactly could be what's going on. But we all know the hockey world. These mm-hmm. secrets don't get kept forever. Yeah. Um, hey, listen, man. It's, you know what? It's shown us uh, some ugly things, including the ugliest side of the internet yet. Um, nah, that you know, was. Connor Bedard, what he's going through there, and he is not deserving of this. Uh, uh, his mother is, internet, his mother and yeah, father his mother are and not. It's, like, it's what, awful. You, like, you have to be the biggest yeah. piece of dung. To think that's yeah. funny, to comment on it, to tweet about it, to Instagram about wherever you put it on. And then and then I see these, well, Chicago should have told me. Why? Why is Chicago telling you make your yeah. decision? You chose to be the person that thought it was funny to spread a vile rumor about a very innocent lady. And you were okay with it. Check yourself. Yep. Yep. I'm with you, pal. Yeah. Smack, we'll see you at the rink tonight. Looking forward to it, brother. That is uh, Mark Spector in the uh, Spec Report brought to you by GS Construction. Now, when we come back, uh, DVD will uh, join us uh, more on the orders in Vegas. People are fired up for this game. You know what? I think it's going to be, I hope it lives up to it. I, I think it's going to be an intense game. I'm not saying Fisco. I just think it's going to be an intense game. Uh, I, I hope it's, it's maybe more scoring, but if it's a tight checking game and there's chances and there's big saves, that's okay. Uh, I just hope it's not a snooze fest. And something tells me it's not going to be a snooze fest. I think it's going to be entertaining. We'll discuss it next on The Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca.
A. It is game day on Sports 1440 Live and Owners Nation YouTube. Uh, welcome back. Jason Greger, Connor Halley. As you make your way home, please turn your lights on. Get them on, baby. A little auto button saves you all the stress. Everybody else can see you. You don't want a fender bender. You don't want to get rear-ended on the way to the game or uh, maybe even trying to uh, go home tonight. And then you don't get to see the game. That won't be good. Uh, let's get... Uh, in the room now, brought to you by Next Gen Transportation, Heavy Hall Transport Provider, 100% locally owned and operated. And guess what? They have a whole new bunch of platform trailers in stock and ready for work. So check them out right now at nextgentransportation.com. Derek Van Deest from NHL.com joins us, covers the orders, Flames, the Jets, and the Vancouver Canucks. Of course, uh, Flames' big win last night, uh, DVD. Uh, are the Flames coming around kind of, you know, they had a terrible start similar to the Edmonton Orders, and, you know, they, they've started to string together some wins here. Are, are, do you think the Flames are back on track? You know what, Jason? I, I think what's important about the Flames is that even when they're losing, they're putting together points. They're getting points, and they're just kind of chipping away. They got off to a pretty slow start, uh, but they're chipping away here. You know, they, they have the points in seven of their last ten games. Uh, they have five wins in those games. So even when they lose, they're still gaining something. And, and they're kind of hanging around. They're hanging around. Um, and I think they're trying to build on something here. They obviously got to a, to a pretty bad start. Uh, there's a lot of questions about the, you know, the six uh, phase that they have coming up. Um, Hubertor got off to a terrible start. Kaji wasn't playing very well. Uh, their goaltending wasn't great. But I think it's all starting to come together here. Uh, and they're starting to carve out a bit of an identity. And you can kind of see that. They're a team that plays well defensively. They have a pretty good back end. Uh, and then they try and take the most of their opportunities. And then there's times where they are overwhelmed a little bit. They're, they spend a lot of time playing defense in their end. But if they can survive those moments uh, and kind of give themselves a shot, which is what we saw uh, last night against Vegas, is that they kind of hung around and hung around and hung around, got the tying goal, and then were able to, to finish it off uh, late in overtime there to, to get the win. But I think as long as you just keep building and keep adding those points uh, and keep chipping away, as long as you're there when it comes to that those playoff races down the stretch, uh, I think they have a chance. But like I said, they're still going to have to make some decisions here with some players coming up. But I think they are trying to carve an identity here. Um, the, the Edmonton Orders... Their offense is back. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl talked about, you know, the, the confidence they have offensively uh, has kind of helped out in other areas. Uh, their penalty kill, a lot better. They're blocking a lot more shots. So, you know, they are playing better. They're, they're still far from a perfect team. But it, it was interesting, you know, when Dreisaitl was at, well, you know, coaching goes, yeah, there's been some changes. But let's be honest, the, mo there's not so many. There's only so many systems you can do. He goes, we had to make a change, and we've eliminated the individual five-star errors. And, and that pretty much sums it up, right? Like they, you know, those will happen every now and then, but you eliminate that from their game and then they're a pretty dangerous team. Yeah, they are. And, and it's funny, Jason, because you're right. The, the coaches come in here. There's only so many systems you can play. And, you know, no matter how hard you try and break down this game, it, in the end, it's not that complicated. If you do the little things well, if you get those pucks in deep, instead of making the cross Christ ice passes, across the blue line that end up coming back the other way. Uh, instead of trying to make those long cross-ice passes from, from your own end that come back the other way, uh, instead of making bad chips, if, if you just get the puck in deep, go up and down the wings, uh, get the puck, and then start working there. And, and Conor McDavid said this uh, the other night. He said, hey, we're a team that's a pretty hard forechecking team. We can forecheck pretty well. 
So we get the pucks in deep and we have four check. We can spend a lot of time in the other team's zone. And I think they're doing that more often now. They're not getting as cute as maybe they were earlier in the year with some of those drop passes and, and they were getting cute in their own end. And it was just, it was, it was, it was just wasn't fundamental hockey. Now, whether it was Chris Knobloch came in here and said, Hey, we got to get back to the fundamentals. We got to get back to the things that work. Or maybe it was the players. It was Dreisaitl and McDavid said, hey, guys, okay, enough with the drop passes at the blue line, enough with the bad pinches, enough with that. Well, you're right. The five alarm mistakes that are ending up in the back of our net. Let's clean up our game. We're a good enough team. Let's just, you know, play in straight lines a little bit here. You know, get chip the pucks in at the blue line. Not necessarily have to carry it in every time. And let's just get back to the fundamentals. And I think we saw that when they get back to those fundamentals and don't give games away, they're a pretty effective hockey team. Derek Van uh, Deest joins us. When you talk to all the teams you're covering and you look at like Calgary's what they got there, like their fourth goalie was their backup last night. How long do you think the orders wait to get a backup goaltender? Um, like, cause like, I don't believe that they can trade Jack Campbell because I think the cost to get rid of his contract is just too high. Like, I, I don't think they want to yeah. sacrifice all the first rounders that it's required to move him. So it's either, unless you think Jack Campbell can do it. Like, I don't think Calvin Pickard's the answer as a backup. Do you? No, not at all. And, uh, you're right. So I think they have to make a decision. What are they going to do with Jack Campbell? Now is this stint in the minors, a stint so he can get his confidence back, find his game, and then come back, and then and then try that tandem again? Or is this uh, a situation where, okay, he's not going to play for us, he's not going to be our goaltender, we got to find someone else? Uh, and then you have to convince the owner that, hey, you're going to have to pay a guy $5 million a year playing the minors. Hope that's okay. Like, <laughs> Daryl Cates has been spending a lot of money here, and, and kudos to him because he's not afraid to spend the cap. He, he's trying to win here. He's trying to do what he can. Uh, but that's a tough sell when you're trying to tell a guy, okay, your, your goalie, your $5 million your goalie is not going to play in the minors for the next year, maybe a year and a half, uh, it, it, unless we can get rid of him. And if we do get rid of him, we'll have to really kind of give up something to get rid of him. So, um, so yeah, they, I think that's the, that's the one thing. And I think it's going to depend on how Jack Campbell does play in the AHL, whether he can find a bit of a groove, whether he can find his confidence. But let's not kid ourselves, Jason. AHL shooters – are no. much, much different than NHL shooters. There's a reason those guys are playing in the HL as opposed to the NHL. So you say, oh, yeah, he comes up, and, yeah, he, the saves he was making in the NHL, he may not be able to make here in the NHL. So, uh, But I think you're right. I think the owners have to find someone because they can't go with Skinner. Skinner appears to have a shelf life when it comes to starts. Well, he'll start first, second, third starts are pretty good. But then when you get to the fourth, uh, he seems to tail off a little bit. So you, you got to wonder if, if you need someone there to spell them in, if you can bring in a veteran guy or bring in a guy that, that can win those games. But I think right now, Jason, you know how they say uh, insanity is, is doing the same things over and over and over again, hoping something will change or you get a different result? That's what's happening here right now. We've seen it happen, and the owners can't say, well, hopefully this time it'll work out with our goaltending. They gotta, I think they have to do something to address that. Uh, especially going forward. Oh yeah, it's uh, uh, you know, you you could make a strong argument that it's that's long past due that uh, that that needs to happen for the Edmonton orders, and it's just it's I I don't see how it's magically suddenly this time going to change, right? Like oh okay, now this time it's going to work. I I don't see how it is. So that they're definitely going to have to uh, to make a move there in that regard. Um, you you look around the NHL, uh, Patrick Kane's in Detroit with the Red Wings. Mm-hmm. What do you make of that signing? And 
What do you think the odds are Kane can come back and be the same player? Or cl- maybe not the same player, but close to yeah. the same player. You know, it's, it's tough. When you come back from hip surgery, uh, you know, it, 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 that, it's tough. You know, we've seen it happen. And, you know, obviously Sam Gagne was, was trying to come back from that. When You know, you're, you're, as, as a hockey player, your, your hips take so much pressure when you're skating. It's just an, it's not a natural movement. Skating is your legs aren't supposed to go out. Most legs supposed to go straight. So I think it really does tax you, tax some players on the hip. And then, so you got to wonder how effective he'll be. He wasn't effective at all last year with the Rangers. He had this surgery. Will he help the Detroit Red Wings? Maybe, maybe not. I think the Detroit Red Wings are a team that's trying to get back there, get back over the hump. Um, they've played some pretty good hockey, and then they've kind of struggled at times as well. So the Detroit's a team that's kind of – they've been rebuilding for, what, four or five years now, and they're trying to get over the, the, the hump there, and they've got some good young players. And maybe Patrick Kane can be a good influence as in the leadership role. He can come in and help some of those younger guys. Um, and, and maybe he can still you know, chip in. He didn't. He didn't help out with the Rangers last year. So you got to wonder: Will he be able to to help out with Detroit Red Wings? And it's not a bad landing spot, Detroit. To be honest with you, the, you know the travel's easier. Uh, they have a, a nice new arena. They have a great hockey hockey fan base there. Um, so it, it's a good spot if you're a hockey guy and you want to play in a hockey market. That's a good spot to play in, as opposed to maybe going somewhere southern United States or or somewhere else where maybe it's not a traditional hockey market. I think Patrick Kane is kind of a, a hockey savant. He loves hockey. He just he just wants to watch it and play it and be part of it. And he appreciates those hockey markets. He's played in some some pretty big ones. And so I think he's looking forward to playing in another one in Detroit. DVD, uh, what's your expectations tonight uh, between the Oilers and Vegas? Are we going to have any carryover from the you know the intensity of the playoffs tonight? I, I think so. I think there will be some carry over there because I, I think the owners are still holding that chip on their shoulder. And I still think that, you know, when they go back and, and, and Connor McDavid lies down and he has some time on his hands and he thinks, man, they had him in game five. We had him in game five. We were up in game five, you know, five minutes left in the second period. We had him. We win that game. We come home and win game six. And the owners probably win the Stanley Cup just the way the Vegas rolled over Dallas and, and Florida the next two rounds. And I'm sure they stay up late at night going, oh, my God, we had them in game five, and we just – they scored three goals in a minute, two on the power play, uh, and then that was it. That was it for the contest. But, uh, yeah, you know, playoffs breeds kind of contempt a little bit. They, they breed those those rivalries. That was the first time those two teams ever met. And it was an intense series. And it was a series that I'm pretty sure the Vegas Golden Knights went, Oh my God, I'm so glad we got by the owners because that was the only team I think they were really afraid of. I don't think they were afraid of any other team in the entire league, but they went up against the owners. And I know there's a couple of games there where the owners just took it to them and they went, Oh my goodness, this is going to be a really, really tough series. So I, to me, that all goes back to that one minute stretch in the second period in game five where the owners were in total control. They gave up two power play goals, then they gave up a third uh, and a two one lead became a four two deficit. They cut it to 4-3, but they weren't able to get any closer. So I think I see a lot of intensity in this game. And I think Vegas is coming in. They're a little ornery because they, you know, they started like gangbusters. Yeah. They, they they jumped out of the gate. And now things have kind of cooled off for them, and they're struggling to score a little bit. Uh, I think they only had three wins in the last 10 games. They went into Calgary. They played pretty well for stretches, but they ended up losing that game. So they're, they're, still, they're still in first place in the division. But uh, they got a couple of teams hot on their heels, so they got a lot to play for as well. So I think the intensity is going to be ramped up for the, ramped up for this game. 
uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Should be a lot of fun. DVD, we'll see you at the rink. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on. You betcha. That's uh, Derek Van Dees from NHL.com. Com covers uh, orders, Jets, Canucks, and the Flames. Uh, we'll come back. Cody Cece talks a little bit about the changes to the penalty kill and the changes inside the dressing room seating plan. Has it helped? Find out next on The Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. You can always text us 833-401-1440 in our Jiffy Lube inbox. Hey, how about this, baby? Do you want to go to the game tonight? How about some last-minute tickets for those diehards that are listening to the show? Can you go? 100%? Well, very easy. You're going to send us a text with your email. So, Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Spell it correctly, it's not a race. Send us your full name and your email and your favorite player. And if it matches, actually, I'm joking. It doesn't have to match anything. We'll just do a random draw. So that that's how I know you're in. Name, email, favorite player. We'll do the draw in a few minutes. You can 100% go two seats in the lower bowl. Great seats for tonight's game. All right? 833-401-1440 in our Jiffy Lube inbox. Do it now. Now, let's get to the uh, lineup report brought to you by Sherwood uh, Power Motorsports, where they have, if you're, if you're a boat person, maybe you got fishing boats, pontoon boats, ATVs, side-by-sides, motorcycles, so anything. You want Power Sports in Sherwood Park, they have it all. Uh, you can test them there. They have a 91,000-liter pool to do all the testing so uh stop in as uh, it's getting close to their grand reopening check it out at sherwood power sports and uh the orders lineup no lineup changes for them uh in vegas same lineup as last night except in goal thompson will get the starts it'll be thompson versus skinner vegas is three five and two in their last 10 games after an 11 0 and one start they've only scored 20 goals in their last 10 they've been shut out three times and they've only scored six goals in the last five games now some would say they're due Order fans be like, hey, whoa, whoa, maybe they're due. And you could be right. Edmonton, uh, you don't want to give them as many chances as Calgary did last night. Calgary made some good saves. They hit a, Vegas hit a few posts. And uh, the one thing, though, that's been good for the orders that they hope continues is their penalty kill. So ask Cody Cece, uh, any, what's the tweaks? What's the difference he's seen from his vantage point on the PK? 
I mean, a few little things. I think uh, Stoey's come in and done a good, good job with it. Uh, I mean, yeah, some small things, but I think uh, helps too when you're when you're in the games and you uh, taking a little less penalties and less out of frustration, things like that. Uh, those were the ones that were kind of biting us early on, and it was just tacking on to how bad we were we were doing. And uh, in those games that are six one, you're not really out there trying to. You're not thinking the same way as if it's a close game. So now we're playing better, uh, the kill's doing better, and I think uh, it's all kind of relative. I was looking at numbers the last few years. You guys have had a stretch of 15 to 20 games where defensively you just weren't where you wanted to be, and then you figured it out. Um, And it seems you're training the same way again here now. The last eight games has been a lot better uh, defensively, specifically off the rush. So what have you noticed is the changes that have led to significant reduction in chances off the rush? I think it helps like uh, helps when our forwards buy in and come back have that back pressure um, and uh, odd man rushes obviously uh, it's a lot better when they're uh, when they're helping us out and they're uh, they're above above a guy or if, uh, if we're pinching then they uh, then they're uh, they're f3 for us so I think uh, kind of works as a, as a group of five uh, especially uh, off the rush I mean if you're getting clear cut through on twos uh, there's a lot of good players in this league and they'll make you pay so uh, the, the more you can limit that the better it is, I think, for everyone. Rivalries are, I think, born in the playoffs, and then maybe they can build throughout a regular season until you meet a team again in the playoffs. Um, I know everybody says that it's another game, but there's something a little bit different tonight against Vegas. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, kind of left a sour taste in our mouths uh, for the whole summer, uh, losing to them and then seeing them win. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, everyone's looking forward to, to playing them again. Um, it's a new season, uh, new looks on either side, but there is uh, there is that little buildup from last year. And uh, one other ch- change that's happened since the coach arrived is uh, where you guys sit. Um, what do you what do you make of the your new uh, your new stallmates around you? You're sitting amongst all the D men now. Yeah, it's good. I think uh, just helps us. Uh, I mean, we're sitting close to our, our D partners too, so helps us talk about plays. And uh, we're just right beside each other in the room, so we can uh, kind of run over some some different things uh, just while we're sitting around in the room. And I think it uh, it's great. I mean, uh, helps us uh, get on the same page. Uh, lots more goals from the defenseman early on this season, um, except Cody Cece. How, uh, how how much of chirping happens amongst the decor for number five uh, with the goalless drought now that's extended over a calendar year? Uh, man, there's not much. They haven't really said anything. I mean, I've had some looks. Uh, just not going in right now. So I just got to stay patient uh, and just play my game. I know that's not your calling card at all. You're here to defend, but every guy likes to score, right? Like, sure, I think yeah. you rang one off the crossbar uh, the other game. Go like this. Do you do you think about it at all as a defensive defenseman wanting to score? Probably less than most, but you definitely do. I mean, it's it's all part of uh, part of the game. It's all fun. So uh, yeah, you definitely want to score and um, just keep at it till one goes in. Keep at it till one goes in for Cody Cece. But uh, you know, I like this honestly. Hey, well, you know, when games are closer, you're in the game more. You're probably a lot more willing. If it's five to one, maybe you're not going that extra mile to block a shot in the third period on a penalty kill. Hey, that's just the truth. Some people say, "Oh no, that's terrible." Well, I get it. What What is interesting though is that wow, you're taking fewer penalties. The orders aren't taking fewer penalties. Maybe fewer penalties out of frustration. That might be fair, but. The Oilers have actually taken more penalties in the last seven games than in the first 13. They're, the, they're tied for with Colorado for second most time shorthanded in the NHL. Not ideal. They need to uh, they need to lower that for sure.
Enjoy the game tonight. Pre-game show. If you're watching on Oilers Nation YouTube, stay right here because the pre-game show, it's already on the channel. Check it out. Oilers Nation YouTube is a... Aaron Bordado will have uh, all of the pre-game action. So uh, enjoy that and then all the post-game show. On behalf of Connor Halley, Declan Kruger, Sean Brown, I'm Jason Greger. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the game. Let's hope it's good. And uh, we'll break it all down tomorrow on the program. And another guest of Who Is It Wednesday. Ooh, I like it. I like it a lot. Let's get to the con man of Sports 1440 Update brought to you by BIE Engineering. Specialize in all your residential, commercial, and industrial structural engineering needs. Go to BIEENG.com. Good night. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.